Welcome to the Random Tea American Gods podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season one, episode two, The Secret of Spoons. You're not in Kansas anymore? No, wait. I, the secret is there is no spoon. Yeah. That's yeah. the secret. There's no no spoons. No spoon for you. <laughs> one year. One year. <laughs> so what did you think of this episode? Because I know in the first episode you were like, okay. I thought it was much more engaging. Okay, good. I felt like it was more story. Well, for you, these are new characters that you don't know anything about. Yes, and I want to know stuff about them because I think so, they're interesting. But okay. I, I just, I just wanted and you to get to wa- it. I know you. You want to know everything now. Well, that's true because I kn- already want to know what's so fucking special about Shadow. And you knowing that I do know, yes, is killing you. It it really is. It is I also, don't know why I willingly agreed to this. It's also killing me because I, I want to tell you. But also, they keep changing shit, and you get angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, now, um, in this episode, they changed two things. I'm not the only one angry about it. I went and checked out Reddit, because where else are you going to go when you're angry? That's true. Angry on the internet. Reddit. Is Reddit. Yeah. Um, and there are Reddit threads all over the place. <clears throat> Unless you have read the book, don't go looking for them. Yeah. But there are two major changes. The scene where Laura shows up in the hotel room Mm -hmm. is cut short. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more to that scene. Uh, In fact, media actually shows up in the hotel room, not at the store. Okay. So that scene is is much longer and more more happens. Yeah. Also, the other significant change. So they're leaving out part of the story there that you don't know yet because they didn't show it. And I'm like, why did you wait to tell that part of the story? I don't. I was confused. I'm like, why? Um, and also the other thing that they changed was far more significant is the, uh, the scene with Chernobog and the, the checkers game. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were super pissed about this. I'm super pissed about it. I'm still super pissed. This is something I will tell you, they got this wrong. I know we always say you don't get, they don't do things wrong. It's different, but they completely changed his character. Yeah. In this scene in the show, it's Chernobog's idea to have the bet that if Shadow wins, then Chernobog goes with Wednesday. Right. But if he loses, then Chernobog gets to hit Shadow with a hammer. In the book, it's Shadow's idea. Yeah, and I think that gives him more agency, and it gives him more, um, you know, like, he's he's in this, too, not just kind of being tagged he's along. He's not and, just a bystander. Yeah. He's not just watching It's not just happen. happening to him. And what it... And what it, it's doing to me is the shadow from the books is a very intelligent person. Obviously, everything's from his point of view, so you're seeing everything that's going on in his head. And he comes across as a much more intelligent character. Yeah. And this took that away from him. Yeah, and I don't like that. Um, and, and that's the thing. Like, Wednesday even made a point in the first episode of saying, um, you know, uh, uh, you have a unique talent of being a very big guy who knows to play dumb. Meaning he knows he's not he's he's not stupid. He knows he's not stupid. But like, why not show us that in that way? Like, why was why would they completely change the scene? Why that change? Yeah, yeah, because it takes that aspect of Shadow's character away from him. Because in the books, in that scene, Shadow is like turns to Wednesday's like, "Hey, how badly do you need him?" And Wednesday's like, "You don't have to do this." And Wednesday even goes so far as to say, "We're leaving." Yeah, he is seriously trying to talk Shadow out of doing this bet, but Shadow's like, "No, I'm doing this. You need him." Yeah, yeah. But in this, in the in the episode, it's Chernobog's just like, "Hey, why don't why don't we play play it like this?" Yeah. And then Shadow's just like, "Fuck it," 
Yeah. That's like a, a dude bro reaction. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it really took that aspect of Shadow's character away from him, and that really bugs me. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I do get that. So, so yeah. So, yeah. But the as far as the shortened scenes, we don't know that there won't be more, I, or yeah. they took it out for... I, they're going to have to... That's going to have to play out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very important... What they left out is very important. That's that's yeah. going to have to come back. They can't not. Um, that's why, like, when they straight up change something, I feel like we're safe to talk about it. But when they just omit, you don't know it's when it's... completely omitted, yeah. Because it, be, it could pop up again next season. It's it could gonna, pop up next episode. Th- it's going to have to. Yeah. Um, but now I'm curious as to how they're going to do that. Are they going to do him in another hotel room? I, I think... I, it's honestly, possible. I get the feeling that like Emily's or Emily, that's that's the actress's name. Um, Laura. Laura is going to keep popping up. Okay. Because he had the vision in prison. She's popped up now in this capacity. So are you saying there's a precedent for that? Yes. Okay. I think I, I, I'm still not sure what they are. If they're true visions, if they're premonitions, if it's just his mind fucking with him, if it's a dream, I'm not really sure what they are. Uh, yes, to all. <laughs> <laughs> um because I, I will say she ain't dead okay you can you can say that even if she's dead at this moment she's not gonna stay dead i okay. have a feeling that like something some shit's gonna happen okay and i kind of feel like she's gonna mm. be on the side of the new gods and it's mm-hmm. gonna be conflict but i'm not really sure mildly interesting yeah yeah so um so you ready to get or do we have we have some feedback from the previous we have, episode we right? have pre-back but we do not have any feedback okay okay which is sad (laughs) um you and i had many many a conversation in our last podcast about discussing uh the worshiping of the gods yes michael bless you so much for untangling articulating it articulating it and untangling my brain he he posted on on our facebook page um and he straightened us out He says, while the book includes gods in the title, it's not worship that creates these entities. It's belief. And people have believed lots of tales. Thus, the the creatures in the tales could be real. A non-spoilery example could be Bigfoot. Within the world of American gods, the belief in Bigfoot would actually give life to Bigfoot. Worship does appear to strengthen the gods. Okay. So that... Because we were having the conversation about... Do people worship a fucking leprechaun? Because yeah, because Mad Sweeney's not necessarily he's not necessarily a god, right? Right. He's a creature that people believed in, and right. it's the belief that gives him the ability to be right. Right. So there is, and there is a difference between worship and belief. Yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a fine line. Yeah, but that helps me to because you were talking, you know, you were asking me questions. What about this? Well, what? How does yeah. he <clears throat> worship that? And I was like. And he's right. It's absolutely it's belief yeah. in that person. So we do, but we do say life. see somebody like Bilquis strengthened by worship. Yes, because she does use that Correct. word very, uh, very adamantly. Yeah, very adamantly. So, so yeah. So I'm. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, that's. That. I thought that was really important to bring up. Um, it'll make it a lot easier for us to have discussions. Yeah. Uh, Kim also wrote in. Oh yay! Um, Kim has read the book. I think. I think. Yeah, Michael's read the book too. Yeah. She says, just finished listening to the cast for the Bone Orchard episode, and I loved it. Thank you. Yay. She says, any show you cast, I am here for. Oh, that's awesome. Um, 
Kim, you, you do know that they canceled Sleepy Hollow, right? Right? Okay. Yeah. Just want to put that out there. She's probably, like, <laughs> sleeping off a bender of happiness from that. I know we were. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, I was going to note the difference in time when the book was written and now and how that impacted the airport scene, but your publication check trumped, I'm going to have to find another word, uh, my intentions. <laughs> so, well, I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, the, the difference in the, they really are bringing this up to date. Yeah, in a lot and of I ways. And I guess I just didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I want the book on screen. I know you do. And and that's that's kind of why I'm glad I'm the one that didn't read it. Because it's fucking Harry Potter all over again for you. Because yeah. I was the same way. I was like, nope, film it all. I don't care if it's a 12-hour movie. I want every, every little bit of it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she says, I agree that the cheesy opening of the show is deliberate because it brought me back to a thought I had about what was going on when reading the book and thinking about the role Various motel rooms play in the tale. If I'm right and remember, I will mention my thought when it will not be spoilery. Okay. And I think that's interesting because the the logo is like a, an, a neon sign, kind of yeah. a flickery. Mm-hmm. And, that, and they, in the, um, actually I think it's in this episode, uh, the American motel, the sign is very like, like, that's iconic, well, and it's a road trip, and it's... Well, so I could see that even from a non-spoilery perspective. Well, Neil Gaiman wrote this as a road trip across America. Yeah. Basically, yeah. At, at its very base is what it is. Excuse me. Too much coffee this morning. <laughs> um, And also, I mean, even when I mean, we talked about the outside of that hotel scene, the the red and the white, it's all mm-hmm. very stage. Yeah, yeah. But it looked like it's meant to be. Yeah. Like, they could have filmed that... Way better. Well, I think they... they're playing with realism versus... Yes, yeah, surrealism. Surrealism. Mm-hmm. And, and <laughs> they are. Like, Bill, uh, Bill Quiz's whole, like, lair is all very, like, stark. And, it, like, that doesn't almost feel like a real place. Yeah. So, but yeah. Oh, lair is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, lair. I wasn't processing the Not word you layer. said. Sorry, I only have one good ear today. That's uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, But Kim goes on to say, she says, as a black woman, Mm -hmm. although not one from the South, I was only slightly taken aback by the noose the first time I saw it. However, as someone who read the book, I understand why the scene was there. Yes, Kim, I'm with you. I know why it was there, but it still kind of shook me a little. Yeah. She says, in a strange way, I applaud Fuller and company for leaving it in once they cast Ricky Whittle in the role. Um, And I'm going to pause her there and I'm going to say... I am fully enjoying how Fuller is not backing away from the race issue as a white man. And we see this in this episode. And we see it in this episode, and it makes me so happy that Fuller is doing this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, because even in this episode, Chernabog says to Shadow, you're my only black friend. Yeah. They're not shying away from it. No. Even though it's never an issue in the book, Yeah, they're not shying away from it. And I think, you know... Again, we talk about when it was published versus when they're doing it now. The landscape is very different than it was when it was published as far as, you know. Yes, it is. Tensions and, you know, all the stuff that's happened. And so, like, I, I yeah, they're, they're not ignoring it. Well, Kim goes on to say, I think they wanted that feeling of being uncomfortable because of the optics and historical impl- implications. She says, I wonder if I would feel differently were I from the South and or had not read the book. Um, 
Kim, I would like to say that if, if you were from the area of the South that we are from, yeah, you would. Well, and, but also, I, like... I, th- I, would, I would have to say, yeah, you would. I'm actually kind of glad that Kim wrote to us um, before this episode, because to me, there's a way to bring it up that is not... I don't know, that that, that, that gives the people of color agency, and, and I keep using that, but... I don't know if that word means what you think it means. No, I mean, like, like it, it, it doesn't... It's not... It's them participating in it actively versus I'm going to show you how bad race relations are. Oh, let's string up a black guy versus Mr. Nancy's speech of which was very real. And it and I got I hope it I made want, everybody uncomfortable because it should have. I want that Mr. Nancy's speech just to play on a loop for the rest of my life. Like I it just I felt a I felt a huge difference <clears throat> and I feel like they were both trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like talking about violence against women and then showing a rape and how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we could, we, we, we could have a conversation about that without like going there. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what it felt like with, with the lynch, lynching scene. Yeah. It but, was just, and yeah, from the South. Woo, yeah. We, you and I grew up <clears throat> down here um, in the heart of a lot of civil unrest. Yeah. Um, it's something that we grew up with in our face, mm-hmm. um, and I and I've discussed this off air. I remember as a child seeing the KKK on the side of the road collecting money, and I've had many and, experiences at work where you know you're friendly with somebody at work and you talk to them and their coworker and they're older and all of a sudden they make a comment and you're like. Whoa! Yeah, you're from the olden times. Yeah, like like just an offhand, and you're like, I see you interact with like people of color, and oh, my, you just like drop that bomb. Yeah, there was, and you like have to, ba- and like it's very, it's a very visceral reaction because yeah, you're like, is. you think like things aren't that, you know, like we're we're doing mm-hmm. okay, and then it's like, whoa, uh, we have uh, in our city, we have lots of Martin Luther King uh, sh- streets, yeah, and and and. You know, the, and I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, so we're good now, right?" And yeah, like, like, like as though no. it makes it okay. And we yeah. have the Civil Rights Museum here, which I have never been to that I recall because to me it's just depressing. It's really painful. It's bad. Um, I mean, I, I mean, it should be bad. It should because be. Because it was shitty. But... It's kind of like the Holocaust Museum. That's not a feel good place to go. Yeah. Um, uh, and neither is civil so rights. It's, but... it's even as white women. Yeah. As yeah. let's just we are what we are. Uh, it's still very much part of our everyday lives here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that I I don't know what it's like, but I have empathy. Yeah. Because I've grown up with it. Yeah. Well, and one thing, like, I will say, um, at least in my experience, I have not been around people or experiences who try to minimize what happened. And so it's almost like, yeah, we need to acknowledge what happened. It was really shitty. And even though I didn't participate in it personally, like, I'm still benefiting from all the shit that went down. And that's something that was really hard for me to learn. Yeah. Because when I was, when I was like, you know, a a punk ass teenager, I was like, yeah, slavery's done. Like, I didn't participate in that shit. My family didn't even, like, we came over from England. And it's like, Uh no, you, I'm still benefiting from 
even that though you culture. Didn't, even though you didn't participate, you were, you and I are still benefiting from that, unfortunately. Right. And, yeah. and that's something that was, for me, that was, it took a while to learn. And when it finally hit me, I was like, oh, Ooh, fuck. shit. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, privilege. Yeah. And we have that. And. Mm. And that's why, like, oh, my God, this, the opening was just amazeballs. Again, I wanted to just play and play. I know. Anyway, back to Kim's email. Oh, sorry. We have we're to, not done. No, we're not. We have two more paragraphs. she says while shadow moon was not to my remembrance black in the book he was not his race was actually very ambiguous in the book Uh, the comments from multiple people he meets along his journey that questions his racial background lead me to believe he was not white yeah could be could be uh i never but see i never knew one way or the other yeah while reading the book personally she says his denial of blackness was for me more a my mother never mentioned it so I don't think so rather than an outright denial because he clearly didn't know anything about his father. Okay. Okay. And I I yeah. Um and I get that, but I guess it's it's easier to write a racially ambiguous man than it is to hire a racially ambiguous man. Yeah. Because any color to the skin the audience in mass is going to assume he's a man of color or he's black or he's brown or he's asian or uh i don't something that's not white. i hope i did not offend anybody in that sentence i just used but well and also like i I think again once they cast ricky they were like all right well this could change some things probably for the better let's talk about some stuff and they didn't shy away from it yep yep that just mm, i'm so happy about and once orlando jones came aboard you know he's gonna have some things to say yes yes and he has said them yes Yes. uh so she goes on to audrey she says given the way audrey this is um laura's best uh his best friend's wife oh yeah the blonde yeah the blonde bitch i'm just gonna call Uh, her what she is uh is it Adavan? the one that was on the Adavan. yeah yeah the, yeah. the funeral the Ooh. The other. Her was some special. She says, given the way Audrey was written in the book, I found her to be more likable on the show. Wow. How was, damn, how was she written? To me, she came off as a screeching banshee type of character who was cruel and hateful towards Shadow for no clear reason. I, yeah. Okay. I see that. And I feel like in this, she had a reason. Let's be real. In the show, I got her pain and the fact that she was acting out of character because of being under the influence. Yeah. The unexpected and tragic loss of her husband and best friend at the same time and the reality of what was going on between the two of the people she probably trusted most in the world. Yeah. And coupled with um, grief and booze and Ativan was yeah. a potent combination. I totally get that, but it still changed the show. And you know I don't like that. I know. You, just for the sake of it, you don't like it. I don't like the change, but I know. I, okay, I get that. It, she's right. It does make Audrey less of a bitch. Yeah, and I mean that in the worst possible way. Yeah, less of a stereotypical just not not in the not to, in the best bitches kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> not in the way I call you bitch, bitch, right, bitch. <laughs> so and yeah, okay. So they they softened her up some. Yeah, or I at guess. least not even softened her behavior, but gave her gave you more empathy. More empathy for her. for her character, yes. Okay, she was she yes. was she was terrible, but also I like felt really bad for her because again, to refresh everybody's memory, in the book, uh, Audrey actually spits on Laura's face in the casket. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah. So that's, that's pretty fucking harsh. But I also was really uncomfortable in the way she was pretty much trying to rape Shadow. So yeah. yeah. But they're not shying away from making people feel un- now that I've seen the second episode. Yeah, I feel. I a see lo- where they're what they're doing. Yeah, they want you to feel uncomfortable. It puts it in a little bit more context where you're like, okay, okay. that's what we're doing here. This is, yeah. and now we're doing this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I have much more appreciation. Once this is done, I'm going to binge all of it, all eight of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Um, and I have been re-listening to some parts of it because I went back and reread the Chernabog scene. Yeah. Because I like, this is wrong. Yeah. So there you That's go. all the feed, uh, pre-back we got. Okay. Um, so this was directed by David Slade, who um, was the guy that directed the first episode, and he directs the next one. Um, this is the um, reminder, Twilight Eclipse guy. I still... I know. It just Bless him for getting another chance. Yes. Well, he directed on Hannibal some, so... Like uh, well, Fuller, him and Fuller, okay. He'd worked with him. So, d- he just directs these first three episodes? Um, I don't think he came back for more, but then again, I don't know that IMDb is is as updated okay. as it should be. Okay. Um, I yeah. can scroll through. Let's see. Just... I'm just curious, because, like, some show... Like, with uh, The Night Manager, it was the same it was writer Suzanne, director. Yeah. The whole... The whole shebang. Show, which... Uh, no, for four, there's somebody credited. Okay, five. okay. Yeah, so we've... It looks interest- like we've got some full credits. Because I'm interested to see other people trying to direct this show. Well, you know, I, I know we talked about on, on, on the preview cast, uh, Guillermo del Toro's, uh, I think, director of photography or cinematographer... Guillermo's Guillermo. Oh, okay. I think he's he's slated to do um to do Is an that episode. Anything like the Wong Benedict? <laughs> oh my gosh. You're such a dork. I love Benedict Wong. I do. I know he's fabulous. But he's the Wong Benedict. He's the Wong Benedict. Jesus. Oh my god. Oh wait, no, Jesus, we're not there yet. Um <laughs> No, he's in episode eight. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So this was written again by Fuller and um Michael Green. Okay. And, um, but also there was somebody credited as a staff writer and that's Maria Melnick. So she wrote the staff? Uh, yeah, she wrote the staff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also I thought it was good because she doesn't have many credits, but she was a writer's assistant for Black Sails. So, okay. So it sounds like lady she's moving a, on up. There, that's, there's that, but it also sounds like she works for stars. Yeah, could be. Cause Black Sails is. Right, right. Is another stars production. So <sighs> could be. I know. So. Have fun with the gay pirates. I love the gay pirates, man. So, uh, so yeah. So we start out and holy balls, y'all. I like, I have never, I, it was a weird combination of pride in Orlando. Who we adored in Sleepy Hollow. And like. So much. Actually pride in the show that they, I was like, oh my God, they're letting him say those words. So. And then also it was fucking uncomfortable and it should have been. Remember, if you will, this is the same guy who was in office space selling oh. magazines. Oh my, god. oh my god, I always forget about that. And the seven up commercials. Yes, he was the seven this up is guy. Him. Yeah, he was the seven up guy. He was the he was, he was the, the first seven up guy. guy. He was. Oh my gosh. And this scene, I because we actually did not watch this episode until Monday night because it right. comes on so late and we like sleep yeah uh, so we yeah. watched it monday night after watching gotham and i had already seen online during the day monday that orlando jones had stolen the show yeah i didn't 
know what I mean in I, what context I knew who he, I knew he was Mr. Nancy and I was like oh yeah. well Orlando Jones did really good but until I actually experienced it yeah I was blown away I want this to be submitted to the Emmys yes yes it, it's 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 one this of those deserves to scenes be where you're sitting nominated. there going holy fuck he he deserves to win an award for this he actually he deserves to win all the awards for this well remember when we saw that episode of game of thrones yep. and peter dicklidge did that speech during the courtroom scene the courtroom scene and that we're like that's an emmy right there yeah that's well, how i been. felt it should have been damn breaking bad i know right so yeah that's how i felt watching this scene um so it's basically it's another coming to america story and it is um you know it's 1697 and it is a slave ship and they are calling on a nancy nancy a nancy a nancy yeah and um he and i and i like the use of is it how do you say the ghana language it's gain every time i do it it's wrong um hanon so i can actually so i do it properly i I try okay while you're looking that up i tried to do a little back looking on a nancy and there's really not a whole lot to him yeah that that's that's out there uh but yes he is he does often take the the form of a spider um you were i think i read either you were telling me or i read somewhere that they actually uh, Orlando had a lot of input yeah, into they, this character. He did. Um, he came with a lot of ideas. From the accent mm-hmm. to the clothes to yeah. the spider they picked out. Um, and I thought it was really good because um, they brought him the spider and they were like, we want input. And he really liked the colors of the one that they chose. Mm-hmm. And um, and that, you know, they ended up reflecting it in his suit. In his suit, yeah. Um, and um, it was just... <clears throat> Wow. Now, in the, in the books, I don't recall this particular coming to America being in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but you pointed out that they also, and you reminded me, that they brought in some of the Anansi boys. Yeah. Which, although it has a similar character, those two books are in two different worlds. Oh, okay. Um, That's kind of weird, but okay. Yeah, it, it is. But he just, actually, Anansi's boys was a... a a brainchild before American Gods was written. Oh. I believe. Okay. Oh, well, there she is. My kitty. Um, um so, so, yeah. It's, well, and it's... <sighs> just go for it. If, if it's Ghana, which I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, uh, Ghanian? Ghanian? I don't know, but... That word. They use that language, and I thought that was really good, mm-hmm. because that's where, um... Anansi. That's where he's from. Really, really. Um, you keep saying Anansi, and it's Anansi. Anansi. I thought it was Anansi. That's how he's Mr. Nancy. Yeah, I know. Anansi. I. That's, is that not how it's pronounced in the show? He says Anansi. Uh, well, they have accents though. Hold on. Okay. I'm. I'm, Nancy, I'm on the Wikipedia. Just, <laughs> we're just going to argue over an A. It is Anansi. Anansi. Huh. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> Plus, Gargoyles told N-A- me so. N-A-H-N-A-N. Nan. That's Nan. Non. Shoosh. Yeah. He calls him Nancy in the show. I know. But, um, so... <laughs> We're gonna argue over an A forever. Seven years later. Uh, again, <laughs> like, I was really... God damn it. But I... Okay, because I... That is my exposure to this particular, um, okay, story fine. is... Okay, he was on Gargoyles. hmm And so, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so... 
they summon him. Well, this one particular man does. And he basically, he says, I don't have, I don't have anything to offer you. Um, you know, because the, you know, everything's been taken away from me. Da, 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 da. And he shows up and da, da, da. We, we start hearing this like jazz in the background. And he's wearing like a modern suit and it is like bright and dapper and his hair's all like done up. And, um, and he just starts telling him like, you don't know you're black yet. And oh this man, you got some shit coming just, for you. Oh, and it, was amazing and i read it because i read an interview with with orlando um and they're already talking about a spinoff for him thank goodness Um, i need it but he said that like he really wanted the cadence to be very um he wanted to incorporate some of the african rhythms of speech patterns and everything into it and he changes it up a lot well, even when the the guy's calling him, I remember I, I texted you. I said it almost sounds like he's singing. Yeah, yeah. That ca- the cadence, the 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 really um, almost musical rhythm to it, and um, so Orlando had a ton of input. We were just watching the um, the little behind the scene featurette at mm-hmm. the end of the episode on demand, and um, they both uh, Fuller and Green were both like. Orlando came with he was like, "Let's do it like this," and and they were just like, "All right." Let's go. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this came from Orlando, and I'm oh, I'm so proud of him. I was so proud that he had really good material to, to work with. He really is. Um, but to explain who his character is, yes, um, he is considered to be the spirit of all knowledge of stories. Mm-hmm. Mr. Nancy is a storyteller. But also have, a trickster, too, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but he, he tells trickstery stories stories there's a there's another story that he tells in the books and i'm hoping that he's going to tell it again tell it in the show and it's a it's a story of trickery Ooh, okay Um, i don't want to spoil it for you because i I want to experience orlando jones telling this particular story yeah yeah um but he is a storyteller um and that's who a nancy is Mm -hmm. i mean mm, yeah um uh, and the the word itself is uh it's akin it means spider yeah and it's a rough translation through different african dialects or whatever but it does basically translate to spider yeah so i thought that was really cool and you know the weaver of tales you mm-hmm. know the spider, a spider is it being a yeah. weaver yeah yeah uh, um but i i thought it was man he was so um aggressive with them he did not coddle them. He laid it out like y- the rest of your existence for the next like 300 years is going to fucking suck. He's He tells them about slavery. He says, even when you guys are free, you're not really free. Um, he tells them like it is pretty much. I mean, like, and the um, the man that summoned him is getting angry. And he gets up in his face and he's like, that's good. Angry is good. Angry gets shit done. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And to see Orlando deliver that line, I was just like, okay. I was so proud of him. I, like, I, I was I, like, that is my son. I right really there. feel like Orlando has finally found his place. Because, like, he's very vocal. He's always been very vocal. Um, when he sees something that he feels is not right or needs to be discussed, like, he talks about it. And I just feel like it hasn't married itself to the work some of the work he's gotten like sleepy hall is a prime example yeah he was great in it but he was but they didn't give him 
the something that really showcased him. Well, yeah, that, and they didn't even give the actor or the character the respect he deserved. Yeah. So I really feel like Fuller bringing him on board is aware of all of that. And I'm sure the negotiations were hot and heavy. Heat and heavy? Heat and heavy. (laughs) Just go with it Uh, on this. And I just, we could talk for two hours on this scene alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so, but it ends up with, um, he's like, you might as well go ahead and just kill these Dutch motherfuckers up uh, up uh, on the deck, and they're like, um, you know, if they if they die, like we'll die. We burn the like, ship. Yeah, he's like, you're already dead. You might as well basically do it for sacrifice yourself for something worth worthwhile. Die for a reason. Yeah. And I thought sac- the 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 use of the word sacrifice was very telling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he breaks uh, the main, uh, you know, the person that summons him. He uh, breaks his chains. And then he proceeds to free everybody else. And then they set that ship on fire. And we see at the very end um, a spider on, uh, like, a board from a shipwreck wash on shore. And that's how Anansi came, came to America. This is how came to America. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so great. I'm so proud. <clears throat> I um, There was one thing that bothered. There's one thing and one thing only that bothered me about this I know this what scene. it is. Because you told me about it last night. Because <laughs> I made you watch it again last yes. night. Yes. Orlando's hair is up in this almost bouffant yeah. do. Yeah. Which I liked it. I thought it was great. It looked good on him. It played the character well. But it kept hitting the rafters in the scene. <laughs> it bothered and you. And it just... It I took was like, you out of it. Could they not edit or, yeah. you know, lower that bouffant just a little bit to... I was like, okay, but they're playing it real. Yeah. Also, the lighting... Yeah, they did not shy away from the dark skin tones. Yeah. Um, so when he was in shadow, he was in shadow. They didn't try to keep him fully lit all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. they tend to do. Um, they didn't shy away from the, the lighting in this scene. And I and just, he played into it, too. He used it. He used they used it to his advantage. Because yeah. when he says, uh, uh, what is it? He, he says angry gets shit done. He does that sideways uh-huh. swing. And he's partially. Yeah. Like, and he moves from the dark into the light. Ooh. Yeah. Beautifully shot, beautifully <clears throat> performed. It was awesome. Again, we could talk for so, yeah. a year. Um, so uh, I will say, like the rest of the episode, I was like, oh yeah, there's another oh yeah, stuff. there's a show. Can we not just have a Nancy? Forever? I know, right? Um, so uh, we go to Shadow, and um, I was kind of confused at first about where he was because. The guy is like, did you get shot? You know I have to call the police if you got shot. That's That tells me he's in an emergency room. I, something, like, at first I thought, is this, like, some rando, like, like underworld doctor? And then I was like, no, because he wouldn't have threatened to call the police. So I guess, I don't know, I, I was just trying to make it more. The police, the yeah, the threat to call the police is what told me. Yeah. I mean, but. Well, but I also thought, like, I kind of assumed Wednesday was involved in, like, rescuing him. Was he? Well, uh, like overtly. Careful what you assume. And so then I realized very quickly when he goes to <laughs> visit Wednesday, and I, you know, yeah. uh, Wednesday was getting him some. Uh, yeah, he and, was. and Shadow's like, that's what Wednesday do. Apparently so. And he so liked- Shadow tells him what happened. And um, at first, like, Wednesday doesn't seem to be like that put out by it. Um, but at one point, like, he tells him, he's like, don't let my. Lack apparent of, lack of a reaction mislead you. I am very angry about this, and he should not have attacked you. An attack upon you was an attack upon me, <laughs> and I will not let this stand. 
Um, and so like he's he's talking he's like technical boy was an asshole and um okay my favorite line in this is shadow wanting a clue give me a fucking clue yeah and he's like uh that wasn't in our agreement a clue wasn't in our agreement yeah it's like when yeah you not asking any questions was a part of is a part of the agreement but he also doubles his pay for hazard paid i'm like okay so we're at four thousand dollars a week now yeah i'm like i i okay yeah, I mean, like... I think I'd be on board. If you had nothing else at all. Yeah, no other prospects. you had nothing at all, $4,000 a week. Plus, honestly, I think I'd just be involved to try to figure out what the fuck was going on. I, I think for $4,000 a week, I'd do it anyway. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. So, I'll call you from the road. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Please don't die. Um, And so, um, he, uh, Shadow's like, okay, fine. And um, Wednesday's like, so... How much longer are you going to be in town? And Shadow's like, a day. And he's like, all right. Well, when we're done here, we're done here. And um, he's like, enjoy your first night as a free man in a bed. Because no, no. he slept in the car. Yeah, I was, okay, I was going to say. It's, he slept in the car. You're right. Or on a plane or at the airport or, yeah. So this is his first night as a free man in a bed. In a bed. And I thought the use of a free man was kind of. I'm telling you, they're I not. I mean, all that was, all, all the language is very purposeful. Um, so, and I think some good choices. Yeah, I think so too. And so um, I, I did. I did like Wednesday clarifying. Like, doesn't mean I'm not really fucking pissed about what happened to you. And so Shadow's like, whatever. And so he goes. He goes into his own room. I I, I do want to point out. Did you notice that the chicken? Excuse me. The chick in the bed was a blonde. Yeah. Norse. Oh Jesus. Blonde. I mean. Oh wait, not yet. No, um, he's in episode eight. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't really know when he will pop up. But yeah. He's credited for eight. Um, but yeah, he's, she's, she's yeah. blonde. Damn it. God damn it, Odin. Just yeah. thought that was an important. It's little details like that. Yeah. That make or break a show. Yeah. Um, so so Shadow's in his room. So Shadow goes to his room and he um, makes a bad choice and takes a bath. A bubble bath, no less. I, Okay. There's backstory to this okay. that they did not explain in the show. Okay. When Shadow is in jail mm-hmm. and he's waiting to get out that last week, internal dialogue. There are three things he wants to, he's, he's got a list of things that he wants to do, his bucket list, yeah. for when he gets out of jail. And he's narrowed it down to three things. Take a bath. Mm-hmm. A bubble bath. Oh. Read the newspaper. And make love to his wife. Oh. Probably in that order. But, um, <laughs> man, probably reading the newspaper, smoking. If he smoked a pipe, he'd smoke a pipe. I mean, there's yeah. like a whole internal dialogue that yeah. he has about it. But one of those things is taking a bubble bath. Aww, and that's why they show him taking a bath, even though he has a huge gash stapled in his side. And you really probably should not be bathing. And he, again, is a large man. And that is a very oh my tiny gosh. tub. There's, I think they're also showcasing his size. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I felt so. bad for him. Um, so he has he he uh, he settles in bed um, after taking off the wedding ring. So that was kind of that was kind of like all right. But did he he could have put the wedding ring back on? He could have put it back on. Um, I didn't actually pay attention through the rest of the episode. No. Um, I was too engaged in everything else. And so he goes to bed and he has a <laughs> he has a quote unquote dream about Laura. Sure, not really sure. Dream vision, sure. whatever. Sure, again, not really sure about okay. that. And so. Um, he says something like, you're dead. And she said, who told you that? Uh, just, you know, you're just having a bad dream. And he wakes up 
and he starts crying and you feel really bad for him. Um, okay, so and it's all this feeling bad for him, feeling sorry for him, and then taking away the Chernobog scene from him. Just it feels like he he's doing everything passively. Everything's yeah. just happening well, to him, and it makes him less. I'm trying to shy away from. He's more. He's less of a man. That's not what I mean. Um, it, he makes him seem weak, not as strong as he. Yeah comes across in the story in the book yeah yeah um although i mean crying doesn't make you weak i mean i just you just feel like he's reacting to everything rather than like yeah but again i think it may just be the pov you get in the books it could be it i mean because again that's on screen no unless you do a weird you know voiceover and then nobody wants that i'm sorry go ahead um so the next day it, it, it gets worse he goes to his house and he very efficiently boxes up all their shit yeah in uh an afternoon apparently yeah and he but he has to see like the welcome home stuff and the balloons and but also apparently like the box of her shit from from the accident was there and he actually opens it and he pulls up her phone and one of the first bad idea yeah and also put put a passcode on your phone kids um he uh he pulls up a text uh, between her and Robbie text conversation and there's a dick pic and he's like okay well that is all right another thing they're not shying away from in this show no no because I've seen a lot more dicks than I've seen tits I just want to say yeah because uh, <laughs> the ratio is of <laughs> dick to tit dick to tit is you know <laughs> the dicks are winning uh oh no we saw we saw pizza girl and then we saw Bill Quist oh wait and I then we've seen two dicks girl. so it's equal all right. All right. I'm pretty happy about that. Okay. Um, so Shadow like shuts that shit down and I and I told you last night when we were rewatching this, I was like, um, I'm that bitch that would scroll through the whole fucking thing, read yeah, every would. word. I probably would too, but yeah. yeah. But like not a good not necessarily a good idea. No. Probably would just make him angrier. Um also this scene was not in the book at all. Okay. He, he never went home. Okay. Um, which I'm fine with them put adding this scene to it, although I would rather have seen other things. Yeah. But I understand why they did it. It's fine with me. Um, but in the books, he but see in the in the, in the show you're not you didn't meet Laura's mother. Okay. Who was in the book very briefly, very very briefly. Yeah. And because he rides in the limo with her to the funeral. Uh, okay. And she's bitchy. She never liked him. You know, one, uh, of, the, one, one of those, those. mother in laws. Yeah. Yeah. So he decides after leaving. Um, Audrey, mm-hmm. and the next day he decides he's just going to let Laura's mother deal with it. Yeah, um, but in here they he show it, it, and it, I think it it gives you more empathy. It does, um, especially the um, cleaning part. Oh my god! So he starts cleaning, and you can tell he's really angry. Angry gets shit done. It does, and so he cleans until his fingers start bleeding. Mm. I did not like that. I mean, I yeah, it was uncomfortable. It was. And then we see him uh, with the movers, and he's he's got bandages on his fingers, and he's trying to do the coin trick, and he can't. Um, and then, of course, Wednesday's there. And he's like, of okay. He is. So he asks him if he's going to miss it, and he's like, no, that's Laura's town, and, you know, I just, let's just go. And um, so Wednesday, again, after giving him, like, there's a lot of people that are going to tell you that bottling up your emotions is unhealthy, but... I say, let's do that thing. <laughs> but he also is like, I'm going to tell you something now, and you're going to 
you're going to hate me for it, but I'm going to say it because it needs to be said is that your wife died with your best friend's cock in her mouth and you only have to feel bad about that for so long. And he's but not wrong. He's not wrong. And then Shadow's like, thanks for warning me about it. Like, I, I was able to, like, steal myself to not, like, beat the shit out of you. Well, there's that. Mm. Or is he telling him, or he's, I kind of took it as a sarcastic, thanks for warning me about the situation with my wife that I know you already knew about. Yeah. Yeah, because. I would you been know like, Bitch, Wednesday, how do you know about that? You know Wednesday knew about it because when they were on that plane, he says, you don't know, you don't have a job. Yeah. Wednesday knew. Of course he did, yeah. Everything and yeah. could have told Shadow. So I kind of took it as a sarcastic, thanks for warning me. It could have been both. Who knows? But yeah, I would have been like, how did you know about it? Um, I'm just way more curious. So <laughs> we go, we go to them driving and uh, Wednesday does a coin trick. And he, Cause, he, okay, because Wednesday picked up the coin that Shadow dropped at the house. Yeah. And Wednesday says that he he's kind of surprised because he, he does uh, magic tricks because he doesn't have the personality for it. Um, and he talks about being able to, like, charm and, and entice belief. Um, and I was like, okay, well, that's, that's pretty that's telling. Because that's what Wednesday does. Yeah. How else do you think he got the pizza girl in his room? There you go. It wasn't because he was good looking. No. And so... um. They are, uh, Shadow's driving, and Wednesday tells him to pull off on a side road, and he's like, no, the highway, and he's like, we're not going the highway, never the highway. They're like, okay. Um, so, he starts to tell him, like, we are, um, gonna go meet with people that are preeminent in their respective fields, and, and then he says, we're gonna end up at one of the most important places in the country, and he won't tell him where. Shadow asks him, where's the most important place in the country? He says, no, one of one of one of the most important places in the country because of course it's objectively yeah you know there's there's arguments over to which one's the most important so of course there is and so but they're they're going to chicago first they got to stop yeah like okay the home country yeah so um so he takes shadow or shadow takes him to a diner and he sends shadow off to go do some shopping and he, he gives him some money and he was like money's a little tight right now so i need receipts and shadow no, like, he, no he said let's make an agreement now Either you can bring me receipts or we can just settle in a 5% off the top right now, right here. And Shadow's like, I'm not going to steal from you. And he's like, okay. And Wednesday's very disappointed in him. No, he's like. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just, just disappointed. Disappointed. Um, so I don't know what store this is because we're not used to seeing like vodka just like there. Where we live, you have to go to a liquor, alcohol, store. A liquor store to purchase the liquor. And that's the only place you can buy liquor at other than a restaurant or a bar. Yeah. To buy like retail bottles like we don't have it in supermarkets or anything like that it's it's really weird but they not only do they have the vodka and not just any vodka ladies and gentlemen that's the good shit right there (laughs) i love me some kettle i know you do uh but also romance novels cigarettes maps cigarettes tvs i'm like is this a costco yeah and he had earmuffs on the list i was like okay you'll you'll you'll, mm mm-hmm so they're there for a reason okay that's what i figured i was like mm, yeah, that's there's telling. a reason for every i fully believe that they're going full Arwell jones on us and like everything means something yeah yeah i would not doubt that um and so um he's going by tvs and there's uh i love lucy 
playing, and she starts talking to him. Because, you know, when you watch TV, doesn't it talk to you? Um, quick comment on okay. this scene. Um, and I think we we talked about this like an hour ago, but yeah, <clears throat> this conversation actually happened uh, in the hotel room. She pops up on the TV. She in the pops hotel up. Room. Uh, he's yeah. He's watching the TV and he sets the TV to a sleep timer because he's gonna. Because I mean, I go to sleep, which is the most genre thing he could. It really is. Do. <laughs> <laughs> you told me that, and I was like, of course, yeah. <laughs> so and of course, I noticed it. And so it, this happened. The conversation's almost verbatim, but it just happened in a different location. I get they're modernizing the show. Yeah. And um, she, and I, I don't know, it's it's almost creepier and more like, oh, fuck, when it's in a public place with all these yeah. TVs. Yeah. I think visually, yeah, it's way more impactful because a tiny little hotel TV is going to be, especially a, a motel. crappy motel. Yeah, yeah. Not like the hotels we stay in. But yeah. yeah like this, night. <laughs> we have like real we're TVs. Super, yeah. I know. <laughs> Our little two-star places. It's great. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the, the, and the then yeah. the visual of all the big, huge, flat-screen TVs all in a row. Yeah. I think visually, if you're going to use um, one Miss Jillian, Jillian Anderson, then... Um, and she looked really good. Like, oh they did an amazing job. And she, like... She wasn't a Lucy caricature. No, but media's not. Right. It's just, this is how she appears through the TV. And she starts talking about, like, um, this is how I'm, uh, I don't know if she uses the word uh, worship, but, uh, or no, sacrifice. They sacrifice They, cr- they sacrifice to her, and the TV itself is the altar. Yes. And she says, now, God, now they do it even, you know, they've, they've got a... Um, screen in their hand so they don't get distracted from this screen and I, and I was like I feel personally called out because you and I were texting each other right because that's with the little screen in our hands yeah well and like I really started to think about it because and I, I think we've mentioned this on other casts before when I really want to pay attention to something I have to force myself to put my phone down because mm-hmm. I am so bad about like I'm gonna do 50 other things and then like and you have to put your phone down and then you have to rewind it five minutes right right because you're like what happened something what? happened I need Did to somebody see this. die yeah so, yeah, I, I felt personally called out by that. Because <laughs> we were. Because we were. And so um, this is when she's like, listen, I'm sorry. Like, I heard what happened with Technical Boy. I heard he hurted, he hurted you. He hurted. Jesus. Well, sorry. she can see the, the cuts. Like, like yeah. And she calls him like, honey. Like, honey, I, I would never do that to you. And she's very like, come work for me. And I was like, this is the point where I was like, what is so special about Shadow? Why does each side want him so bad? Nyeh. And so, um, but she's, she's like, um, reasons, you know, they're coming. It's very like they, us and them kind of a thing. And, um, she's like, listen, your boss is small time. Like I'm, I'm big time. Come work for me. And she says, like, I'm impressed with you and everybody's underestimated you. And so he's like, no, we're done. And so she's like, anything you want. And she's like, guy like you. It could end up suicide, and then she just disappears, and you're like, "Well, that was unsettling." Uh, I need to make a, a correction. I I described Technical Boy last episode as the internet, yeah, uh, which actually he's technology in general, okay, which is really kind of weird. The reason why I always thought of him as internet is because she's media, and technology can also be media, so it's really a fine line. Yeah, and also like he felt like all the bad shit on the internet turned into a person. Right. So I think 
but that kind of, that's kind of the impression that he gives yeah. you when you meet him. Yeah. But technically, he's, te- he's, technology. <laughs> he's technology, not internet. Well, I, I guess, I suppose, like, media... That's why, like, I'm, I almost feel like she could be an old god in mm-hmm. some way because media could be print, it could be visual, it could like there. Media That's covers true. lots of stuff. That's true. But I mean, we like, all shit, think of- a stone tablet carved or a painting on a cave wall could technically be media. That's true. But when we all think of media, we all think of TV. When you yeah. say media, but when you think when you say the word technology, the first word that the first thing that comes to mind is the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. So, yeah. Um, so, Shadow shows back up to the diner, and um, a man is leaving Wednesday's table. And I don't know who he is, but he's got, like, a weird... Yeah, I don't... I, like, I'm thinking, like, Cyclops. Because um, he's, <laughs> he's got the glasses on, and his we see a, a red flash as he passes by. And I was like, who is it? But at, four, at first, when we only saw his back, I was like, please be Mr. Nancy. Please be Mr. Nancy. I knew it wasn't. Damn it. Sorry. Damn it. And so... Um, uh, Shadow goes and sits with Wednesday, and he's like, um, so some weird shit happened. He, he has a little come apart. And Wednesday's like, yeah, so, so yeah. And he's like, um, you know, you've, you've been singled out for, um, a unique form of abuse. And I, I wanted to be like, you're not making it better. And so he's like, um, but it's better to be abused than forgotten, right? What he says, it's better to be dead. Dead than forgotten. Better to be dead than forgotten. That's a very important line. Oh yeah, that's like the think old about, gods to me. He's an, like summed he's a, up. He, you got to think the old god versus the new gods. There's a, and you know there's a war coming because that's the entire premise of, of course, the show. Of course, yeah. Um, better dead than forgotten. Well, yeah, because it's got to be like I, I tried to think about it from the standpoint of you are literally like a god at this this culture and they worship you and they revere you and they can't do anything without like giving you an offering and it's got to be pretty like ego boosting well, yeah and then it's not even just and then you die it's you dwindle into obscurity and like people know who you are they're like oh yeah Odin, he's that douchebag with an eye patch like and people don't <laughs> people don't believe in you anymore mm-hmm. and you're just like a story but he's still around to witness it so yeah that's gotta suck yeah yeah so yeah it's and make you super super bitter <laughs> And thus we have Mr. Wednesday. <laughs> there you Dun, go. And so um, he he's he's like basically like you're gonna have to decide, um, you know how if the world is as crazy as he is. So like it's basically like to me this was a very like shit or get off the pot kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's some weird shit coming, and you just need to like suck it up, and either you're gonna deal with it or you're out. Which I don't know what being out looks like because they have an agreement. Like I'm pretty sure it won't. You know, it's not like, let's shake hands. Well, now, in the deal, Shadow, when they did the, the whole meet thing, he talks about, and if I decide... Oh, he did he build an out. He yeah. did build an out. It's in the deal. So, yeah. Um, and so, Shadow's like, um, are, you know, is everybody fucking with my head? And he's like, oh, there, there's, there's, you know, bigger stuff happening than you go a little crazy. And so, you're like, okay, there's bigger sacrifices. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so it's going to get worse than you fucking with my head. Awesome. This is awesome. This is great. Um, I, I, I like, I don't, and I don't know if book shadow would be like this or if this is TV shadow, but like, I would have been like, why do y'all give a shit about me? But he's being paid not to ask questions. I know. And that, that tends to come up in the 
book more a often lot yeah is odin remind or excuse me wednesday reminding, reminding him, him like you're not supposed to ask questions yeah that's not what i'm paying you for um so they drive out of town Shadow, Shadow bought him a burner cell. Oh, you bought that man a cell phone. And he was like, what the, what the fuck is this stuff? And he's like, he's like, I might need to call you. And Wednesday throws it out. And he, like, I'm surprised he didn't, like, spit on it three times and, like, you know, cross himself before he threw it out. Because he was like, this is terrible. Everything's gone to shit ever since the but you know what else? But you know what else it is? Technology. Technology. Oh, yeah. Well, and I also figured, like... If anybody could trace a piece of technology and know where they are and know what they're doing, it's not the NSA. It's Technical Boy. Oh, yeah. And also the NSA. Um, well, you know, both, but. But, like, his reaction, I would, and he, it just felt so curmudgeonly and so much, like, <laughs> no. goddamn technology. Shane plays it so well. I really, like, you know that, um, that shirt? Because it's always, you know, we always hear a lot on the internet of, like, you know, baby boomers being like, I don't understand millennials and they're fascinated with technology. And it's, it's the guy and it's, it's gone around Tumblr. It's the guy with a t-shirt that says, um, like, der her technology scares me or something. Like, I think Thomas mm-hmm. Edison was a witch or something. And I was like, he would wear that shirt. Cause yes. he starts talking about, like, he starts bitching about telegrams and, um, and how he misses them. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, uh, this is where we talk about, uh, Mr. Wednesday's visual preference in the ladies. Yeah. They remind him of home. Buxom. See pizza lady. Uh, buxom blonde women. And, um, he, uh, he's like, he, he tells him the secret to his success is charm. And, um, he, he turns the dash, he, he turns the radio on with just like a touch to the dashboard. And, and I, again, if I was Shadow, like, I'd be way more like vocally curious, but whatevs. So before we continue, I did want to remind folks, um, that, um, we like feedback. We do. And pre back, free, all the backs. We like them all. Pre, forward, whatever, side. sideways, don't care. Um, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcasts.tumblr.com. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. And if you're like, bitch, I'm in the car, I don't want to remind, I don't remember any of that. I don't have paper. Uh, just go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com, scroll to the bottom, and there's links to all that social media shit. Yeah, there is. But there's other stuff on our website, too. Oh, like what? Like our other podcasts. Like what? uh well in case you haven't heard yet american gods has been renewed for season two yeah it has like that was ever in question i know but gotham has been renewed and so has agents of shield and so has agents of shield so all three of our regular shows yep uh, have been renewed we'll be back for for those podcasts this year agents uh, agents of shield is uh, about to be done they've got one more episode for the finale so you want to get caught up and check that out yeah yeah Gotham still has several episodes left. Yeah. Uh, but forthcoming. Uh, so, you know, we've got our Gotham feed, our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. feed, but we also have our MCU movie feed and Guardians of the Galaxy. We're going to be getting Volume that 2. Before too long. Hopefully the next few weeks. Yeah. Go watch it. Um, yeah. So we want to see it again before we yeah. actually record it. So, yeah. And then there's our random movies, which Jaws is forthcoming. Yeah. Promise. Really. Seriously. It's for, one day. For real. We will do that. So... Check all of those out, and uh, there's one other thing they can find on our website. Uh, you mean our sponsor? Yeah, it would be. Unofficial Natural Fandom Fragrances? Dun-dun-dun! Yeah, they've got a sale going on right now. A good one, too. You get three bottles or roll-ons of your choice. for In only, any combination. Any combination thereof for just $10. That's awesome. And I'm telling you, because these bottles are can be anywhere from 5 to $9 each. Yeah. 
uh, yeah. individually. So check those out. I mean, they've got Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um, Sorry. They can't <laughs> not now. DC, Marvel, Disney, Supernatural. I mean, all kinds of different fandoms. They smell great. You will love them. We're not sure if our code will work with the sale. You mean Random Tea Podcast No S? Which uh, generally gets you 10% off $5 or more. So give it a try. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, give it a shot. Um, so, yeah, this is a, so they're trying to get uh, inventory cleared out for some new stuff. Maybe some gods? I don't know. Might I can ask. Suggest it. it seems to be quite <laughs> not, popular. Hey, you know, they do have Marvel's Loki. Yeah. She would have to have a low key. Nobody wants to smell like that. Nobody really at all, ever. I mean, that's gross. No. Yeah. It's like Axe body spray and like... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, so <laughs> anything else before we get back no, into that? No, I think that's all. Um, so this felt really weird. Um, you know what it actually felt like? An R-rated version of, you know those little scenes between scenes on Big Bang Theory where it's like a molecule? Yes. It was like some rando dude, like, fully erect, floating, floating through space. Yeah. I was like, uh, uh, okay, that's the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> did I miss the, when Wednesday did the storm with the, the flower... Oh, with the uh, the dandelion? Yeah. And did he, he seeds- already do that? I think he did that at the end of the last scene. Okay. Yeah. And he seeded the clouds. He literally the seeded the clouds. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn you, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But it you. lightninged, and I was like, that's your, that's your son. Is it? It should be. So, yeah. Um. So, then we go to see Bilquis, because you automatically are like, oh, an erect man. Bilquis. And we get a nice little, uh, a little sex montage. And she ain't picky. No. She's uh, an equal opportunity, um, uh, gobbler upper. Gobbler upper. <laughs> um, her vag is hungry? Like, I don't. Well, you know. You know. It is, it is described in the books as though it is a mouth. Yeah. Like a big gaping. Yeah. Um, num num. Yeah. And she enjoys. So, like, again, I really get the feeling, like, there's got to be a rash of unexplained disappearances that somebody is trying to solve. And it's because goddess. This is L.A. Yeah. This yeah. is L.A. So um, later she goes to uh, a museum and I was like, this is something I would totally do um, to, to go visit an ancient statue of herself. And um, she she looks and there's this there's this uh, really intricate set of body jewelry um in this case and you see her like um and it's not even her necessarily it's like it's it's almost like it's a it's female body a female body underneath a, a a drape of cloth that like fills it in in the case wears the jewelry briefly and then like disappears it's i got the okay so this this scene i don't it's not really in the book um but i got the impression that this I mean, the statue is of her. Yeah. Obviously. And that this jewelry is hers. Yeah. And she's imagining having her jewelry back and and remembering a time when she was more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't understand why she doesn't just take her jewelry. Yeah. That's, that's, that was kind of me. I was like, um, you a goddess, like do what you want. So yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Um, so again, I think this is. 
for people who don't know who the fuck Billquist is and aren't really inclined to Wikipedia that shit like I do, because um, I'm that kind where literally I will look up every single person, every single name. Um, this might be like a key that like, even though she's getting regular injections of whatever she gets from these people, she's an old God. <clears throat> yes. So I, that I thought that might be the only reason for this to be kind of in your face as much as it was. Um, yeah. For the, for almost like for a casual viewer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause mm-hmm. sometimes I have to, remember that people like that exist and that they can just go like casually enjoy media and i how, am not that person what? i was like i don't know how you just like how do don't become obsessed with something um <laughs> so we go we go uh, to our fun little road trip uh buddies and they go to chicago and um they go into an apartment building where um do we you've listened to the book so i think and you were right about um a nancy and looked it up and i i i stand on my statement that orlando jones would make them pronounce it correctly i'm pretty sure but like gargles you betrayed me i'm pretty pissed at you right now okay that's I'm why sorry. i pronounced Rachel Gould wrong too because I'm of sorry. an animated thing mm-hmm. whatever continue how do we pronounce this Shania? god i can't believe I'm asking you're asking that. me i know it's it's kind of scary zoria uh-huh vetchernyaya okay wow all right. And unfortunately, the three sisters have the same first name. Oh, Jesus. So the difference is the last name. Uh, okay, so Cloris Leachman. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what, seriously, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just going to go that route. Chernabog, I'm okay with, but like, mm. um, And so uh, she she's letting herself into this apartment. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an older apartment. It's not like new and shiny and super nice. Nope. And um, she knows Wednesday. And um, then we get a really quick shot of Chernabog um, in a field killing a cow with a very large hammer. And is this like, where he kills it with a hammer or is this where he kills it with the nail gun? Oh, I think it was with the gun. The little d- gun. Yeah. 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 Um, and so we go back to the apartment and she's letting them in. Or she, you know, she makes them tea. It's not tea. Tea is terrible. It's coffee. Oh, you're right. You're right. Tea is terrible. Tea is terrible. To Which, them. To them. I was like, if anybody would be like a black coffee kind of person, it'd be these. Like, they seem like hearty ass people. Yeah, they are. Um, These are the kind of people that can like fucking weather a Russian winter. <laughs> um, And so she she basically starts bitching because like Wednesday's like some bad shit. Like he never He's brings good news. stuff. No. Yeah. And so um, he's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, it's important that I'm here. And, like, um, he, uh, he he has brought them, like, offerings, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the romance novel. Basically. The vodka. And he gives the vodka to her. And she drinks it a lot. Um, like the whole... It almost looks like one of those baby bottles where the liquid disappears when you turn it up. Yeah. So there's no... I read somewhere that she actually downed a bottle of vodka. In well, scene, I mean, it could be water, but it's probably just water. Yeah, but there's no what. Still, if you watch how fast the liquid goes down, it's not. It really does look like one of those baby bottles. Yeah, where dolls disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, her sister comes in, um, who is not Cloris Leachman, and um, Utrinya, uh, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, sh- she's still asleep. The and third sister. The third sister, and so, um. Shadow's gonna like gonna offer to help uh prepare dinner and she's like, Nope, you're a guest. And she's like, um 
she explains that like they work at the slaughterhouse now. Well, Chernobog, Chernobog works, works at the slaughterhouse, and yeah. they read fortunes. And she's like, "Don't let my sisters read your fortune because like they shit at it." But I'm good. They're terrible. Like, let me do it. And so, um, she. <laughs> <laughs> um, she shows him where the bathroom is, which was not where she told him it was going to be. Um, cause it, she s- told him it was like a door on the left, the first door on the left or whatever. She didn't like, say, it, she didn't say on the left or the right. She just said the second door. Oh, okay. Was, there were like I know, doors. I like, know, I, I know. Whatever. Um, and so, um, she's like, again, we get the warning that the sister's sleeping and that she needs her rest. And so Shadow's like, okay. And so, um, he sees that, does he actually put the offering outside of her door or wednesday does wednesday does wednesday does while um, shadow's talking and to the what sisters. was hers again hers was the binoculars binoculars there mm-hmm. you go um and so um he he sees them and then he turns to go into the bathroom before he even goes to the bathroom he turns back and they're gone and you're like yeah well right. he i think he hears the door open and close real quickly yeah so. and you're like all right mm-hmm. that's her very specific god power is snatching binoculars yes. really fast yes um and so uh he he hears uh, a man coughing and of course it's Chernobog and I love this actor this is Peter um, and I heard his last I think it was Fuller uh, pronounce his last name in one of the featurettes and it's like Stormare or whatever but like he is awesome he's such a great character actor and he's just dirty he... and he's got this like gross like wife beater on and like suspenders and like this is how he is described in the books he is perfect yeah i mean like he he's like he's chain smoking and they like they do a lot of close-ups on like the cigarette Mm -hmm. and like stubbing it out and like he just like there was a very visceral like yeah and so um uh cloris leachman is like oh we have guests and wednesday's like hey buddy and he (laughs) brought him cigarettes and cheese (laughs) i was like i want some cheese because it was like a very special uh it was like a flavored gruyere or something yeah. like that and i was like mm, so. i don't know enough about cheeses to care so and so of course what do you do when you're brought host gifts you throw a lamp at the person well that's just how that's just proper etiquette isn't i it? know isn't that how everybody greets their guests right and so um chernobog wants to know why he's there and again wednesday's like cool as a cucumber throughout this whole thing and um He's like, I just want to talk. We just, we just need to share some information and we're going to have, we're going to have a meal. It's going to be fine. And so, um, he, uh, <laughs> he takes the, the offerings, um, and he's like, all right, we'll eat first and then we'll talk. And it's like, okay. So the, uh, so the sisters, they're making dinner. And again, the, the third one is conspicuously absent. Um, and, uh, Shadow, he, he tries to be, be a nice, you know, and and offer to help, and they they won't let him help. No, no, they will murder him first. Yeah, and so I think he says something about like your husband, and she's like, oh no, 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 we're not married. But she says that we came over here. A l- but they are relatives, right? We came over here a long time ago together, and she says that when when you go through something like that, you know, you families you- who you survive with when you need to survive or yeah, something. Yeah, like you stick together or whatever. Something's in. And, um, and, uh, she, she admits, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty shitty cook, but you know, like, let's go. And so she, she reads his tea leaves and, um, they're they're, tea leaves. Oh, the coffee grounds. You know what? You know what it is? I'm uh, listening to, um, Harry Potter book three and it's the one where Trelawney and the tea leaf reading and tea leaves are coffee. So it's a grim, I mean, because she says tea is terrible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a grim raven i mean what 
Um, <laughs> um, and so she's she uh, she lies. She's she's like, um, no, it's you're, you're gonna have lots of lots of babies and die old, and it's gonna be awesome. And he's like, bitch, what'd you see? Because he knows he's like that bad, huh? Yeah, and and she, and uh, she says that um, your mom died of cancer, and that you won't. Okay, I want to take a second and let's talk about the sisters. Okay, uh, they are of Slavic, yes, background. And actually, in the myth, they are only the two sisters. Okay. They're these two. Uh, one is the morning star and one is the evening star. Okay. And they watch over uh, the this great dog or whatever that's chained to Polaris, which is the bear. Right. The little, I think it's the little bear. Uh, yeah, minor Ursa. Ursa minor, yeah. Ursa minor. Minor Ursa? Ursa yeah. minor? Whatever, because the later you because they do show uh, a, a picture of a, uh, bear. a drawing of a bear on the wall when yeah. Shadow goes to the bathroom, and that's it. Might have even been like the parts of the constellation, and then the bear around it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't remember if it was an actual constellation. So as as the the tale is told, uh, their father uh, basically owns this dog, and when the Morning Star, when it's, and it's the sun god. So when the sun wakes up in the morning, the morning star opens the gates. And then when mm-hmm. he comes home at night, the younger sister, the evening star, closes the gates. Okay. Um, in this story, the third sister is the midnight star. Oh, okay. So there's that. And they are technically not related to Chernobog, other than the fact that they're both Slavic tales. Right, right. Chernobog is a, an He's old... He's their weird uncle. He is the weird, creepy uncle. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> Chernobog, there's not a whole lot known about him other than, um, he's thought of as the evil. Mm-hmm. He's, he's thought of as the black God. Like, I think mm-hmm. his name literally translates to black God. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of what he, he goes into a little bit. And in this show, in the show, he does, he does say to Wednesday, you want my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought you said it was like Yernabog or something. No, it's Bernabog. I was th- I was thinking the tree. Oh, uh, Bernabog, which that translates almost to white god. Okay. But there's but duality. But the stories are so old that they really they only assume the association. They have no proof of the association mm-hmm. between the two. So that's uh, who they are. So think of Chernabog as the black brother, okay. as in evil. Yeah, like black magic. Okay. Okay. So and then the sisters, they're not technically related, but. They are. Which, and... Who do you want in a fight? Like, you want the guy that's going to fight down and dirty. Like, let's be real. Well, and the the sisters, when they talk about the fortune-telling, um, Virginia uh, is the only one who can... She's the only one who can lie. That's why she's the one who's good at telling the fortunes. That's why she For makes money. the money. Uh, that's, she she can tell, she can bullshit. She lies. She can bullshit. The uh, the other sisters are, are don't not, lie as well as she does. Oh, uh, that makes sense in the fortune telling. But I mean, if you consider, uh, I mean, Chernabog has got a job at the slaughterhouse. Yeah, they got to live. Yeah, and they tell fortunes for a living. But because she's, uh, she's the isn't she's the evening star, I think. Uh, this the the younger one was in black, and then I think Cloris Leachman was in more of a gray uh, outfit. Hold on, let me double check so I don't step on my own toes. Yes, no, it's the other way around. Vichernyaya is the evening star. Zora okay, Utrin, 
Yaya is the morning star. Okay. Okay. So there's that. So there you go. Um, so Chernabog uh, is like, listen, get the fuck out. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go with you. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the sisters try to, uh, try to say something and he like, he, you know, he the wants to no know part sleeping. of it. Well, no, he said the sister's still sleeping. Oh yeah. They yeah, keep yeah. Try- the whole scene, they're trying like, to keep waking up the sister. Cause you know, he, that's what he do. And, uh, Wednesday's like, listen, um, you know, we, we, he says that every, everybody's going to be there. And like, like you're a symbol, like everybody knows you and they know like what it means for you to be like with us. And he, he wants you there cause you know, you're really strong. And, uh, this is where he says, you need my brother. And like, I'm not, I'm not interested in that shit. Um, and so we hear the third sister and, um, they try to like quiet her and get her back to sleep. And so Wednesday's like, let's go. And Shadow's like, you need this guy, right? And you, that's what you said. And Chernobog's like, no, I'll stay for dinner, and then you can leave afterwards. Well, he's like, said, okay. He's like, you have to stay for dinner because they've invited you for dinner, and if you don't stay, then they'll be insulted. Yeah. And, well, you don't insult other gods. Yeah. You just don't. So there you go. Uh, it's good manners. Um, so we see this storm start churning. Mm, and you're like, I wonder where that storm came interesting. from. Um, so Wednesday thanks them for the meal, and he, he's, he cleans his plate. Um, so in the book, they don't, they, they show it visually, but I don't think it translates very well in, in the book. Um, the food really is not that good. Yeah. That's what I figured. And, but Wednesday acts as though it is. Yes. But that's You could tell like he's smacking his lips. Mm. He's yeah. Yeah. Um, and so this is when, uh, you know, Chernabog starts talking about, um, you know, (sighs) being black basically. And he's like, he's like, uh, you know. It kind of tied into the whole Mr. Nancy thing where he was like, y'all don't even know you're black yet. When he starts talking about like, um, you know, we, Chernabog says that like we were all like skin color wise, we were all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just shades of whiteness. And so he talks about how everybody thought like his brother was the good one. Because his brother was blonde. Right. And he ha- always had the dark hair and but now it doesn't matter because they're both old and gray um and he he thinks that's amusing um and so he's he says that you know they came through through new york and then they came to chicago and um he got work at a slaughterhouse Mm -hmm. killing cows and um but he says, uh, she, <laughs> Cloris Leachman is like, can we not have cows killing stories at the table? Like, this is a regular occurrence. And he's like, yeah, you know, and he st- still start talking and like, like he, he's like, it takes finesse and strength to kill a cow before the brain knows what's happening. Um, but he's like, now they just use this little gun and anybody can do it. And it's, it's, there's no skill in, in Again, it. Again, you see the love of the old ways. Yep. They're the old gods. I mean, it's, it's oh, I mean, I know I'm, I'm Captain Obvious here, but it's so apparent. Though. It's so apparent, and having read the book and to see it translated and how, oh my God, there it is. Yeah, it's just really cool. And so uh, he starts talking about checkers, 
And he's like, um, you know, it's it's so much. It's 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 an honest game, black and white. Does he compare it to chess? I can't remember. I because there's so many. There's the whole trope of comparing checkers and. chess. I can't remember but... if he did overtly or if it was okay. just something that was very clear in the subtext. Because I thought about that too. Um, and he's like, he's like, we should we should play after dinner. And Shadow's like, sure. And Wednesday's like, um, you don't have to do this. And I was like, Shadow, pay attention to this. Because Wednesday, the second he hears checkers, Wednesday, like, sits up and he's like, oh, fuck. He starts, Wednesday knows what's coming. He starts actively paying attention. Yeah. Um, and Shadow's like, no, no, let's, let's, let's go. And, Poor um, sweet, innocent Shadow. And so Chernobog's like, yeah, I'll play black. And you're like, oh, Well, he's Chernobog. Of course he's going to play black. Yeah. And so, um, you know, he, uh, he makes the first move and he's like, you're done already. And Shadow's like, okay, no, but it's okay. Like, we've just started. And so he's uh he's like you want to you want to see the hammer that I used to kill cows with, and um he takes it down because of course it's on the fucking mantle, and it's it feels like a relic because it is, and so like he's he's just cradling it and he brings it over and of course it starts it starts visually uh, yes bleeding and he's like oh it's the blood that makes it shine and da 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 and um and you're like okay um and he says he's killed ten thousand with it. And I was like, we're not just talking about cows here, are we? <laughs> um, and so he sits the hammer down, and um, which is by him now. He doesn't put it back on the mantle. And he tells Shadow to make his move. And you're like, this is not good. Um, so he, uh, Chernobog's like, we should, we should play for something. Uh-uh. No, he doesn't. I, I know. No, he doesn't. He doesn't? No, he doesn't. Um, in the show, he does. Mm-mm. I don't care. Okay, if denial made things real, then I would have whatever I want in media. Okay, fine. So there you go. Fine. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> so when it's it's character assassination, and I don't like it. I know. I know. Maybe ho- I, hopefully it's for a reason. Mm. So um, again, Wednesday is actively paying attention, and so um, Chernobog like kind of shoes him away. Like just d- this is our game. And so he's like, so if you win, maybe I go with you and, and, and I'll go with Wednesday. Like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds fine. But if I win, I get to hit you with my big hammer and, and I, and I get to kill you on your forehead. Um, <laughs> kill you on your forehead. Kill you on your forehead. And he talks about going down on his knees. Willingly. It, yeah. Willingly. It's very willingly. important that it's willingly. And so, um, Wednesday's like, again, you do not have to do this. And, um, he's like, he is fully serious. Like he, this is not, you know, rhetoric. This is this is like he's he's for real. Literal. He, this is yeah. And so um he's like how how good are you and Shadow's like again, how badly do you need him? Mm-hmm. And Wednesday's like it's your decision. I do like that Wednesday did still yes. leave it as his decision. Yes. I, I cuz I think you have it's to a ride willing... the line with Wednesday on because you don't need him to be completely despicable as a character because you still kind of want to be somewhat engaged in his, yes. like he doesn't have to be a hundred percent white knight but but you do still need to be on his side yes for Shadow's sake you need yes. to be on Wednesday's side for the sake of the storytelling so I like that we all know Odin is a douche right um, right but yeah Wednesday does leave a certain element of free will yeah. Yeah, with, and sha- it, with ca- shadow. Yes, and it's kind of like going into the agreement and how he's constantly mm-hmm. like, "You have a choice. Don't rush into things." You know, Wednesday's uh, Wednesday has always given Shadow the the option of choice. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, the option of choice. But he, but he, wow. He gave him the choice at the diner too. Mm-hmm. He's constantly like, yeah, he is. You in or you out. And so, um, Shadow's like, yeah, let's do this. But shit. that in and of itself is a con. Yeah, it is. It gives it's him the, the illusion. Yeah, exactly. It's an illusion of choice. Um, so Shadow's like, yeah, let's do this. And you're like, oh, that's oh, stupid. Um, and so he's like, uh, he's like, everything he's seen is real. So like, let's go. And I think he says uh, the immortal words of like, fuck it or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Well, you know. And so uh, they, they play. No, he, he does give like this whole speech about, you know, if this is real and da 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 he just goes on for a um, he has a little monologue here yeah and i'm just like shut up shadow stop talking stop talking so chernabog then sings a creepy song about spoons the secret of spoons which according to fuller (laughs) i love the way he worded it he said uh it's an old story it's an old tale that we wrote and i'm yeah, like it's an old folk 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 tale that we wrote i'm like you can't for write him to sing a new old folk tale it you sounded just, legit though it did i know i was like because it was weird well, and when i first watched it i was like oh i'm gonna have to look up the the, the, yeah. the story behind you the know, song and da 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 and then at the end i saw the little behind the scenes thing i was like oh yeah oh they wrote that um and uh it's kind of creepy and Chernabog wins the game. Yeah, he does. And so he says, all right, sunrise. Down on your knees, willingly. I could kill you. He's kind of hammer. giddy. He's yeah, a little giddy. With my big hammer. And um, he's like, it's a shame because you're my only black friend. And you're like, god damn it, Chernabog. Like, black screen. Not Done. cool. That was not, not cool. cool, bro. Squirt you with a water bottle. <laughs> Train you. You do not know how to speak in front That'd of people. That'd be the Zoria sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's that. That's the end of the episode. That's it. So like again, I what makes Shadow so special and why can't the sister wake up and why is it such a big effing deal? I think you'll learn more about the third sister in the next episode because we have to move away from the apartment eventually. Yeah. Um so I learn- have a feeling Shadow's not gonna get his head bashed in. Or if he does, some god power is gonna save him Mildly or something. Mildly interesting. Jesus. So <laughs> So, yeah. But I, I think this was, story-wise, it was much more engaging. You know these characters, though. Yeah. They're not all brand new characters to you anymore. You yeah. have some investment in Shadow. But even but even the new people we meet, I don't know. Like, it felt like a more straightforward introduction instead of just weird flashes of stuff. I get, yeah, I get that. Because, I mean... I, I get that we have to be like mysterious and stuff, but also like there's only so much of that that I can I have patience for. Yeah. So I felt that this was more like oh, okay, we actually can be a real show that tells a story, and, <laughs> you know. But I mean, again, everything is brand new. Yeah. I mean, they're introducing these characters, new characters, to a whole new audience. Yeah. Of casual viewers, so there's going to be some growing pains with it. I think once we get past this season and you get to you you know. You have the emotional investment uh, in these characters. It's going to be a lot. E- it's going to get easier. Yeah, probably so. Um, but yeah, we only have six episodes left now. Yeah, I know. This is kind of weird. I know, but we get season two. Yes. Which they've got to start filming like today. Well, it took them fucking forever to film season one. Well, you see all of the effects that they did. Mm-hmm. Plus, I remember they there was a there was some casting news that it was way late. Yeah, it was like end of last year. Yeah, like Easter. Yeah, and and uh, 
Well, well, and they had to replace uh, Matt Sweeney. Yeah. So hopefully now that like which, their cast is more set than which I be. looked up, uh, Ricky White is six foot one. Mm-hmm. Pablo is six foot four and a half. Holy balls! I looked it up. <laughs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And, and they was they were flying to Paris yesterday. The two of them. And Pablo posted, he posted on Instagram that they were flying to Paris together. I'm assuming it's for like a con or something or maybe filming. And it was hashtag. um, What was it? Mad Moon. Mad Moon. Hashtag Mad Moon. They have named their own ship. Oh my God. And they are self-aware and using it. They're aware. They're aware. I was like, oh my God. I'm done now. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, So anything else uh i think i did all of my bitching at the beginning of the podcast okay okay uh there were Good to a, know. there are other diff there are other small differences the scenes were played out differently obviously but i'm not going to nitpick that much on them so okay the two major issues is the scene where laura came into the motel room and the uh the chernabog chess checker scene yeah other than that i'm good okay all that's right. all i got all right thank you for listening guys thanks guys